We're joined by Matt Nippet, who's the business investigations reporter for the New Zealand Herald. And there's a story which he's done, which is talking about international film and TV producers who have been paid bonuses by our government and bonuses which have, in some cases, been a huge amount of money for things which actually seem kind of funny. Uh, first off, Matt, is the money for these projects paid up front or is it like a tax rebate? Well, it's not paid up front, but it is paid to them at the conclusion of their project. So they're basically, um, when they bid for work with New Zealand Studios, they know that at the end of the process, they will get either uh, one-fifth or a quarter of what they spent back to them in the form of a cheque from Treasury. Wow, that's amazing. So explain this $1.6 million for a pavlova, because that's, you know, I like pavlova as much as the next person, but that's one pricey pav. Well, we're sort of because we, we, the, 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 there's been a, a, an, an effort here to try to get the best value for New Zealand out of these film productions, and one of them has been this rather ill-fated effort to sort of the shoehorn New Zealand references that might encourage people to come to New Zealand, and this extended to the filming of the series Power Rangers, which is about a series of sort of um, superpowered martial arts teens, um, and that was filmed in Auckland, and they got an extra 1.6 million dollars for inserting New Zealand a bunch of times into their scripts. They had a, a character from New Zealand. Um, he mentioned rugby once or twice. But there's also an episode where uh, it was entirely taken up with uh, this character trying and failing, mostly, to bake a pavlova. Mm, now, the then Arts Minister, Chris Finlayson, uh, did he think that was particularly good value for money? No, I was, I was surprised at how scathing he was, really. Um, Mr Finlayson, admittedly, is a man more... Um, into the high arts like opera than, um, than Power Rangers. Um, but no, he, he described these as extremely corny. Um, and indeed, the Film Commission rather sheepishly told me that um, uh, they've tightened the criteria around these sort of bonus payments <laughs> um, since. And Power Rangers subsequently hasn't been asked um, to, you know, mention Pav and rugby and racing and beer. <laughs> Pleased to hear it. So Richard Taylor... Uh, the co-founder of Weta Workshop. Um, so he was a little bit unhappy about this scheme, was he? Well, back in 2013, I think he uh, had uh, got the right to remake sort of popular kids' puppet shows, Thunderbirds, which I'm sure um, listeners of a certain age will all be very familiar oh, yes. with. Yes, yes. And uh, he was having trouble trying to make the numbers work because it wasn't sort of a large-budget film production that could qualify for these subsidies. But it also wasn't a sort of a, a Shortland Street New Zealand production. So he had tried uh, reshaping Thunderbirds so it would qualify as a New Zealand production to the extent he was willing to um, claim Tracy Island, you know, that uh, little tropical island in the middle of nowhere where all the uh, Thunderbirds launched their rockets from, was actually in the Kermadex. Uh, and he was, he was, <laughs> That's awesome. And he was keen, <laughs> keen to have one of the puppets being a New Zealander. Oh, um, Lord. Yes, uh, this was determined to be sort of just uh, pushing things a little bit too far, a little bit too cheeky, perhaps. Uh, but lo and behold, um, government changed policy, and in the end, Thunderbirds has been funded and has been funded for the last few years. Right, OK. So, so when you think about product, productions like this that get these benefits, even if it has been tightened up, does New Zealand get much of a flow-on benefit with tourism? Well, it's, it's very hard to quantify. They've been trying to figure out exactly what these uh, film subsidies and the resulting work that comes in are worth to the economy. Um, Treasury is quite pessimistic. They've consistently said that they're effectively a waste of money. Uh, not surprisingly, the film sector has been of the view that, you know, this is great. This keeps a lot of people employed. Um, indeed, it can be quite lucrative work for some if you can get it. I mean, it's 
really, it's all up in the air. Um, I looked around, the most recent study on this was also unable to reach a firm answer as to if they're stacked up economically. Uh, you know, there can be this broader argument that, you know, maybe if you add in tourism and sort of a feel-good factor, maybe it all works out. It sort of comes down to a lot of the arguments around events like the America's Cup, to be honest. I, I think it was Eating Media Lunch, I can't remember, there was one show which did a montage of times that New Zealand was mentioned on American TV shows <laughs> just because New Zealanders would get so excited. Like, I remember Remington Steel, 1982, Pierce Brosnan, Stephanie Zimbalist, great show, and and <laughs> um, and Pierce mentions, oh, I might have a holiday in New Zealand, and you're like, oh my gosh, they mentioned us, and you get so excited. Excited, but whether it actually meant that Americans were going well. What about Julian Dennison and Deadpool too? I mean, That's you know, Kiwi-born uh, superhero kind of. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if, 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 if that happened again today, you'd immediately be asking exactly how much were they paid to say that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yes, and, and and it wouldn't feel so genuine. So right. cynical, Matt. <laughs> Matt, great to have you on the program. Thanks for that. No worries. Thanks for having me.